Hey there, Kaniacs. I am Jared Ellis of Fansided's Cardiac Kane. And Walker had to work late last night, so he's out again today. Um, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I have a returning guest today. Hey guys, it's uh, Jeff from uh, Revolution uh, Rampage Podcast. Um, you can also find me on Twitter under uh, Kilted Caniacs and uh, Instagram at uh, Jim Caniac uh, Motivator. Jim, mm-hmm. as in like a Jim Jim. Yeah, like J- where you burn the gains. And we are actually on location today at PNC Arena. Um, it's a lovely day out, a little windy, so if you hear a little bit of wind, that's why. Uh, I can hear the birds chirping. It's a nice little brisk walk on the way over, too. Yes, yes, it was, it's a lovely day here. We saw Don Waddell earlier. Uh, he was walking to his truck. Um, nice. Thought about yelling, hey, Don, but, yeah, he's really busy here lately, so I'm just like, let him go get his food, his lunch, whatever it is he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Um... But today we do have a very fun episode. We get to look back on what happened a year ago today um, up there in D.C. We also have going to give uh, going to give us your favorite moment of the 2018-2019 season, um, as well as your favorite goal horn or horns. Um, I have a few that I'm partial to. Yeah, that's fine. We all have our everyone that's uh, given some feedback on that has had several that they like. Um, you also give your thoughts on the whole NHL neutral site thing that's going on. I just want hockey back. Yeah, pretty much. And then we also have Foodie Friday. Um, you're going to give a good old regional uh, food one for us. Correct, from upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we can head right on into what happened a year ago today uh, up there in D.C. It was Game 7 of the first round of the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs. It's a double OT classic between the Canes and the Capitals. And then, of course, Brock McGinn scored the game winner uh, to send us to the second round against the Islanders. Oh, God, I got a great story about that. It was probably one of my best drunken memories I'm ever going to have. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What was that? So, as we all know, uh, how the game ended up, mm-hmm. we're down going into the second period. And uh, I was over at a good friend's house. And his uh, wife decided to uh, give us all shots at the beginning of the second. All of a sudden, we tie up the game. So, next thing you know, what are we doing after uh, that goal? (laughs) We take another shot. Oh, man. And we continue to take another shot. Uh And this is uh, aged whiskey. It it was either whiskey or bourbon, one of the two. I forgot which one it was. But on top of that, we're also drinking our own drinks. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're we're mixing left and right, and before you know it, we're completely shit housed, watching oh, the game, and we go into OT. Mm-hmm. And what do you think she makes us do again? Another she, shot. Another shot. And then another shot. Yeah. And then another shot. So if I am correct, I think we polished off like two bottles of whiskey or bourbon, which <sighs> which one it was. And uh, I still remember that game-winning goal. As drunk as I was, 
it was probably one of the best moments that I've had mm-hmm. being a Hurricanes fan. Yeah. Um, I remember that game. It was uh, me and my dad were sitting at his house watching the game. Um, and it was obviously getting disappointing. You know, we're obviously down. Um, and then, you know, we come back in the third. I was like, oh, my God, this may actually happen. Um, and then it went overtime. And, you know, obviously we're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then it's double overtime. And then, it's, again, just – the stress levels just get even higher. Yep. Um, and then obviously Brock scored the goal. I had no voice. I was just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was basically like, I mean, last night Fox Sports was showing game seven in the 06 Cup final. It was basically like the same thing, just me in my 20s. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Just losing my mind. Yeah, the Canes won. Yeah, and that was a series. You know, everyone was like, Caps are going to sweep them. Caps are going to sweep them. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we went seven games with them game seven being double ot yeah and we won and brock not only scoring the goal but also saving the uh goal that would have won the game for the capitals yep i remember that and we started calling block them again for that yep uh i know uh actually uh yes yeah it was yesterday um i was finally able to find a round one uh puck oh um, nice yeah i was able to find that uh so once everything gets back home i'll try to get brock to sign that Cool. <laughs> I'm sure he may get a chuckle out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was finally able to track one of those down. I couldn't find a pin or anything like that because I have the round two and uh, conference final pins as well on one of my lanyards. Couldn't find a round one pin, but, yeah, I was finally able to track down one of the pucks. Yeah. Because those sold quick. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was hard to find the round one stuff. Round two and three were pretty easy to get, but yep. one was <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, even up here, you know, the eyes right over there, that was stuff that it was gone. Oh, yeah. 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 That stuff sold so quick. And I'm a little bit big for the kid size stuff. <laughs> Same with you. Um, but, yeah, that was great memory there. Um, like I said, it was just like back in 06 when I was a little kid, just yeah. going crazy with it. Um, so we can get on into your favorites. You know, we're talking about last season. Uh, what was some of your what was your favorite moment of last season? Uh, mine was the first home playoff game in a decade. Just that atmosphere there. Walker's was opening night. Him being here for that, and Rod getting named head coach. I can't say there was just one favorite moment. Oh, no big deal. Um, I think it consolidated into me becoming an actual Kaniac for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, after uh, getting out of the military, I needed to find a new hockey home. Yeah. Um, like I did when I was uh, stationed over in England. I had a really great hockey family over there. So when I got to the States, it had been about a year after I'd gotten out and uh, started coming to the games. I built a really good uh, rapport with a bunch of the Kaniacs. Mm-hmm. Right over in the East Slot. Yeah, exactly. Over in the East Slot. And. If I had to consolidate it into one, it was just the fact of meeting everybody that I did, uh, became friends with, um, that also helped me through a lot of other uh, issues as well, too. Mm -hmm. But going to my first NHL playoff game ever, I think that is probably one of the top things that sealed last year. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere and everything. Yeah. um, Honestly, it's just kind of a running theme throughout the Hurricanes fan base of just family um we're just all a big family there's obviously times where it's very dysfunctional and we argue with each other and all that but at the end of the day you know 
someone goes after someone, whether it's on Twitter, a opposing team fan, you know, if you're at a game, you know, good luck because yeah. you're going to get mobbed by a bunch of Hurricanes fans. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's just seems to be a thing within the fan base. It's just we're all a big family. Exactly, exactly. Um, now, you mentioned you're partial to a few goal horns. Um, what are some of those? So, growing up, I was a New York Rangers fan. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about the uh, first time seeing the Canes win the Stanley Cup, I still remember watching the or the Rangers lift that cup back in 94. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd just become a Rangers fan the prior season. And seeing your team lift, a, lift the Stanley Cup, after only being a fan for two years was impressive and to break Mm. a curse that had been going on for years um so i can relate with a lot of uh fans that have only seen their team lift that cup once in a lifetime Mm -hmm. so their goal song is kind of uh really dear to me Mm -hmm. um and the second one would be the uh Chicago Blackhawks song. Um, the only reason is, is when I was over in uh, England, it was the same goal song for the team that I supported. Um, mm-hmm. So even even then, we'd uh, pump our arms kind of like they do in the song. Mm-hmm. So that song was a really big uh, uh, yeah. part of my life for a while. Yeah. And then the third one, um, just because I'm a Vegas Golden Knights fan too, and I'm connected mm-hmm. to the team via one of their members um seeing their goal song live and the castle exploding Mm -hmm. all that atmosphere just brings it to real life and then fourth would have to be uh the canes um just because we're here all the time we we hear it um knowing that our team's either going ahead in the game or tying up the game or just knowing that our team put a point on the board yeah whether a win or a lo- win or a loss it's knowing that we aren't going home without any points on the board yeah we're not getting shut out um obviously there was uh aha's hat trick on star wars night yep. um back in december i believe star wars night i believe was, so yeah, yeah yeah it was against the wild um yeah we were hearing a bunch of goals goal horns that night that was fun oh yeah that was a fun night uh, that was cheyenne's favorite moment of this season um yeah, she really enjoyed star wars night um now i do have a question for you i don't remember if we discussed this uh the first time you were on the show back when we recorded over in the east lot yeah um what started the kilt because um, obviously you wear the kilt to the game a lot so that started Back in 2015, when I was uh, stationed over in uh, mm-hmm. England. Yeah, I figured um, it was uh, when you were in the military. Uh, the team that uh, I became a really big impact with, uh, the Peterborough Phantoms in uh, Peterborough, uh, England, mm-hmm. I'd created my own mascot called the Dancing Trojan. Mm-hmm. And that year, uh, they went from being in last place the prior year either last or second to last, to uh, being in the top four, uh, making it to the uh, playoff cup uh, Mm -hmm. championships. And I decided to uh, add the kilt in to the Dancing Trojan, and it just, it it blew up. Um, 
everybody there knew me as the crazy American guy. Um, they still know you as that. <laughs> Except we're all just crazy Americans. Exactly. And so it just kind of led into that. And then on one of the road games, I lost my kit. Mm-hmm. So everything was gone. Um, and I also started becoming the equipment manager and whatever they needed me to do uh, kind of guy. So I worked my way from being a uh, my own mascot all the way up to their team mascot as well as equipment manager and game prepper and program seller. Mm-hmm. Whatever they needed, I was there for them. I uh, worked my way into the locker room for the speeches. So I've been inside locker rooms with semi-pro teams during that whole pregame prep. Um, mm-hmm. Late nights doing their laundry, making sure their the locker room was game game day ready. So, And that's where it all started. Yeah. That guy on that, in that blue shirt on the bike has gone around so many times. <laughs> that I know that's just a weird tangent, but there's always like people you know, running and riding bikes. But that guy, he has been going at it today, man. Marathon I've watched biker. him go by like like three or four times just since we hit record. And Cheyenne and I, we had been here a little while beforehand, you know, just because I was going around taking some pictures. Man, he's been at it today. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> weird tangent, I know. But, um, ADD so, kicking in? Yeah, a little bit. Because uh, I've obviously been where right across from Carter Finley, just hoping we still get the stadium series there in uh, January. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw hands if we don't get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I know it's already been confirmed, but yeah. with yeah, everything that's going on. Yeah, it may get pushed back or whatever. Um, but I really hope we get to go. I don't care if that's the only game I go to next season. <laughs> I am going to that game. I will sell a kidney. Uh, or whatever I gotta do to go to that game. Yeah. Because I've obviously been to pack football games, and over there, there's not a bad seat in there because of how vertical, I guess, the stands are. Yeah. Um, just because uh, I've sat kind of over there on the far end, of, like the press box. Oh, okay, um, Like right up there, um, kind of like right below, like the VIP seating. Yeah. Like right on that top row. Great seat. You see everything. You don't feel like you're a mile away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's not a bad seat over there. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, what about you? Um, you going to go to that? I mean, I'm a season ticket holder, so I'm going to get there as best as I can. Yeah. If not, then I'm sure I'll sneak my way in. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been wanting to. Get, I'm trying to get a season ticket plan for this coming up season um it's just with everything going on right now just kind of up in the air just kind of putting it off like let's see what happens yeah. just so i'm not out you know however much um but it is foodie friday um and you said you had a regional one from upstate new york can you tell about tell us about that oh god um Everybody knows about calzones. Yeah. But uh, the way that my hometown did it is there's a there's a company called Tony's Pizza in uh, Messina, New York. Mm-hmm. And it was a family-run mom-and-pop style shop. Um, and one of the uh, cooks there created his own recipe for his uh, calzones. And all he would do is basically whatever you wanted in your calzone, he would put it in the dough put whatever mix 
or his special concoction in the pizza sauce or whatnot, and he would drop it in a deep fryer. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that sounds delicious. And he would just let it cook until it was ready to be pulled out, and it it was one of the best calzones I've ever had. I've never been able to find a place to kind of replicate it. Mm-hmm. And some years back, the uh, there's a fire next door to the building it was in, completely burned down the shop. The calzones were never the same. And then uh, probably about two, three years ago when I'd go back home, the guy that originally did it started doing it at another bar. Well, that bar got shut down. So mm-hmm. now going back home and trying to find him, it's so hard to find it because he made it a certain way. He taught mm-hmm. his kids how to do it. So hopefully here in the future, they do it too. Because I mean, they're just mouthwatering. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say the best calzone I've had, I don't, I think I've mentioned it here on the show before. I was back when I lived up in the URA mountains. Um, there's this Italian place called Zeno's Pizza. Um, and their calzones, you know, they're already really good. Yeah. Um, but they also had a large calzone. I knew about large calzone because one of my old customers at Pet Store I used to work at back in Goldsboro. Um, you know, he knew where I was moving to, so he told us, like, hey, try this place. And he told me about the calzones. Because um, they're already big. They're yeah. big calzones. Um, but the large was a monster. <laughs> um, like, you take, like, your uh, big New York-style pizza pans, like the really big ones. Yeah. So, essentially, you'd have the size dough of what you'd use to lay the pizza out on that, and you just flip it over. Oh. Uh, it was huge. So the oven bake style. Yeah, like oven bake. Yeah, it was so good. Um, huge. The first time I ordered it, um, the waitress, I was like, you know, can I get a large meat lovers calzone? Because I'm a meat lovers guy. I love that. Yeah. Um, I ordered, it and she just looked at me. She's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I know about it." Because <laughs> um, we're obviously new there. It's a small town. You know, people know, yeah. know new people. Um, I was like, yes, ma'am. Uh, one of my old customers at the store I used to work at told me about it, told me to try it. She's like, all right. Brought it out. Oh, man, me and my old roommate, you know, we were sitting across from each other like we were here. Yeah. We were at a booth. Uh, he had to move in a little bit so he could <laughs> eat his food because they legit brought it out on the pizza pan. Like, it won't on a plate or anything because they don't make plates big enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was so good. It was definitely something you could eat. You get it for, like, dinner, and then you have it for breakfast and lunch the next day. Oh, God, yeah. Um, it was huge. It was so good. I miss Dino's. And then when I moved back, that was the last meal I had up there. I'm like, going to Zeno's, get my large meat lover calzone and a yeah. sweet tea, I'm good to go. Can you tell I'm from the South? I ordered sweet tea. <laughs> I love sweet tea. I've been, dr- uh, yes. I've been drinking sweet tea since I first found out the invention of it. Uh-huh. I remember... Uh, because I have family that lives out in Colorado. Um, my cousin, uh, I ordered it uh, at one restaurant, and it just came out. It was not sweet tea. And she, she saw my look on my face. She goes, could tell I was very disgusted. Like, she's like, what is it? Because it doesn't have four pounds of sugar in it? I'm like, yes, that is why. <laughs> I think my first experience with sweet tea, honestly, was... Uh, Right after I got out of uh, basic training, mm-hmm. I'd go to the uh, BX on base and 
Popeyes is always on military bases. It doesn't matter where you go in the world, you're always going to find a Popeyes. Yeah, they got to have some of the stuff like that because yeah. you got people from all over. And the, and I'm sure they still do, but when they sell them in the jugs or the quarts. Yep. Yeah, they, they still do. I would buy those. I'd buy like two, three at a time, or you'd buy a specific meal and you'd get one of the quarts for free. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, we had that, to block the window a little bit for you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, 2003 was probably my first ex- real experience with sweet tea in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, that's Texas sweet tea, too. That's good stuff. Uh, probably my favorite sweet tea. Hmm. Like, if it's somewhere, like, I can get it here, it'd probably be, like, Bojangles. Um, Bojangles sweet tea is really good. But probably my favorite all time was at Hometown Barbecue back up. Uh, in Troy, where I used to live. Oh, okay. That sweet tea was so good. They they knew how to make sweet tea. Oh, and Better Burger up there across the street. Uh, that may be one of my favorite burger places, Better Burger. They they make homemade corn dogs, too, there. Oh. Yeah. It, it ain't like a frozen one that they just stick in yeah. a deep fry. It's They take the hot dog, stick it on there, they bread it, they do all that, then throw them deep fryer. God, I, just speaking of hot dogs and corn dogs, I was, my not this past year, but last year when I went out to Vegas, I was in, uh, right on uh, Fremont Street. And for people that uh, have been out to Vegas know exactly uh, where Fremont Street is. Uh, and I went to this hot dog place. I was, I was drunk amongst other things. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with a couple strangers that I just met that night at the bar. Right. And we went to this hot dog place, and it was almost like your Coney Island-style hot dog place. Ooh. And just, they were a good probably foot, foot and a half hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And onions and chili and cheese and then mustard on top. And I, I wish I could remember the place, yeah. but it was right by the uh, D uh, Casino. Mm-hmm. And oh, just one of the many things I remember while I'm drunk, but I can't remember the place. Yeah, uh, probably my favorite hot dog place I've had is back in Goldsboro's James Delicious Hot Dogs. That's like the official name, but the building says Rudy's on okay. there because uh, it was the guy's dad's old place. So everyone calls it Rudy's, but like the sign says James Delicious Hot Dogs. They're so good. They're bright leaf hot dogs, so they're red hot dogs. So yeah, oh. anyone that you know lives in the South, you know red hot dogs. And if you live in Eastern North Carolina, you know bright leaf hot dogs. Nice. And they are to die for. I think we called those glacier dogs up up north. The red hot dogs. Yeah, the glacier dogs. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, they're so so good. Um, and then uh, Better Burger, they had decent ones as well, but. Nothing beats James or Rudy's, whatever you want to call it. The next time I'm out in Goldsboro, you gotta. Oh yeah, it's a really really tiny place um, out on my side of town, the west side of town. Uh, so 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 good. Um, they also make burgers too there. I've never had one of the burgers. It's always you go for their hot dogs. They're so good. Um, but with that, Jeff, uh, do you have any uh, closing thoughts um, for today? Um. Other than stay inside and wash your hands? Uh, honestly, I'd probably say, other than the most common uh, things that we've been told, 
don't be afraid to get out there and walk around. Um, yeah, stay active. I'm a gym guy. Uh, that was what was I thought was really going to kill me, uh, not having a gym to go to. But I created my own little workout area in my apartment. I go out yeah, for so. at least 45-minute uh, walks. Um, I throw a bunch of weights in uh, my backpack, and I just walk around. I have a few different trails that I do. Um, but, yeah, just find something that motivates you um i do uh on my facebook page as well as my instagram if uh you find me um i do motivational videos i do i've really enjoyed them oh thank you um and my concept is and one of my friends told me about this is all you got to do is impact one person because one person will tell another person and it's kind of like a wildfire it'll spread Mm-hmm. Um, just because they don't watch your videos doesn't mean that they're not being told about your motivational message. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Just stay active. Find something to keep you busy. Whether it's going out for a walk, painting, um, reading, just do something um, so you're not getting down and yeah. You know, getting in a bad place mentally because mental health during this is very very important um and yes with that um tomorrow not tomorrow excuse me um well speaking of tomorrow uh we were going to do our music weekend special we are having to reschedule that due to some uh little uh scheduling issues um between us and our guests that we're going to have but that still will happen we're just having to reschedule it um for later i think you forgot to mention uh, about the uh realignment of uh, the rest of the season oh yeah i did forget that um uh, what were your thoughts on that jeff um about the four potential uh neutral sites for each division i say let's do it i mean even if it, they take the last few teams that are getting ready for the playoffs and everybody that they know won't be able to make the playoffs take them out mm-hmm. and just kind of finish off the season strong and go straight into the playoffs. I mean, can you imagine these players being already in game time mode? Yeah. Going straight into a new season. I know. Um, That'd be insane. Uh, it would definitely be interesting. Uh, we, China, I mentioned that yesterday. It's just something. It's obviously in the idea stages now, um, and there'd be a lot more planning and whatnot that has to go. Uh, I think the biggest. It, I think one of the biggest issues right now is. Uh, training facilities yeah um, I can understand uh, out west I mean you could have it out in Vegas because that's more of a centralized location uh, Phoenix can travel to and from uh, within simple distance LA can travel there with simple distance Anaheim uh, mm-hmm. San Jose because all of them are within a three to five hour uh, radius from each other um, except for Vancouver uh, Calgary Calgary and Edmonton Edmonton and uh, Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, those are the only ones, unless if, I think one of those might be Central, though. Yeah. And then for Central, maybe have St. Louis. Yeah, I believe. I think for the Central, um, the two names that were getting thrown around were obviously St. Louis, and I saw shortly before we started recording was Dallas. Dallas oh, was that would potentially be real a very. South. Dallas was uh, being mentioned as a favorite, I guess, because of how they handled the Winter Classic and whatnot. Yeah. Um, which I could see that being how, because uh, obviously we're the favorite for the Metro. Mm. Um, I guess looking back on 
the all-star game several years ago how we handled that because that ended up bringing a lot of stuff yeah. to the triangle area because of how well we handled that um handling the playoffs um last season stadium series um that could be why we're the favorite for the metro right now the only thing that i i know i read this uh somewhere but is uh training facilities yeah but that'd be the difficult one if you think about it you have fayetteville um you have south carolina not too far from here you have myrtle beach uh yeah. as a team down that way uh i mean Greensboro. there's ice rinks here i mean there's obviously pnc arena we practice here uh, other teams practice here yeah. there's rci obviously um there's also the new facility down in Morseville. Um, I don't know if it's completely ready yet, though, um, which would be the question, because obviously with everything going on, the construction may have had to have been halted on that. I haven't heard too much on that. I haven't either, um, so I don't know how the construction's there, because if they have uh, rinks ready and whatnot, you know, the, or at least the ice house yeah. part of it ready, you could potentially use that, because I believe it's supposed to be dual rinks. Um, yep. So you could, well, I'd say you could throw two teams out there at a time, but probably not right now. Um, but there's uh, another ice uh, place for hockey teams to practice. Exactly. Um, we'll just have to wait and see on that. Um, obviously, still in the planning stages, they could go ahead with that, or they could do something else. We just don't know right now. I know a buddy of mine uh, asked, put the question out there on his web page asking what people think and i'm like you know well give me the flippy floppies give me the beach shorts put a t big screen tv out on the beach and give me a drink with an umbrella in it i will definitely be out there watching playoff hockey mm-hmm. yep i'll watch it um i don't care how they gotta do it because obviously it's gonna be no fans yeah i still like the idea of one fan per team that'd be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> I, I still like that idea. I, obviously, that's a joke. You know, someone yeah. posted on Twitter a while back. Get a bunch of Zamboni drivers for Toronto <laughs> in the stands. Uh, hired Dave Ayers uh, to drive the Zamboni <laughs> here. Uh, yeah, I still like that idea. One, t- one fan per team. That'd be hilarious. You just hear, woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, but, again... Uh, we are having to reschedule our music weekend special. Um, we do apologize for that. Uh, whenever we have updates on that, we'll give those to you guys. Um, so on Monday, uh, Walker and I will give our Canes at Mount Rushmore. Um, our four favorite players all time uh, from 97 up till today. Who's on our Mount Rushmore of the Hurricanes. Um, we'll also have Music Monday because obviously today, if you can't tell by my shirt that I'm wearing. Oh, it was al- Yep, it was album release day for Trivium. Uh, what the Dead Men Say came out today. Nice. Short answer, I loved it. You'll get my uh, in-depth thoughts uh, on Monday because I'm wearing my 10th anniversary uh, Shogun shirt today. Nice. Um, but with that, uh, we will talk to you guys on Monday, and hopefully Walker will be back. All righty. We'll see you guys Monday.